Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Walk down the winding path. Don't mind the spooks and monsters. They stay hidden within the trees. There are mysteries in this world that you need to know, and paranormal truths that need to be told. Come, step up into the caravan, where we share tales of old, as well as new accounts about things you thought only existed in your nightmares. this evening. I met her actually online a few years ago whenever I was doing some research on cursed objects and came across a thing about letters um, that accompany cursed objects that get returned to their original home. And one of the most famous ones is the Bell Witch Cave. And so I came across Kara here and I'll let her introduce herself and Kara, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you. Uh, my name is Kara, and I have been a uh, cave tour guide at the Bell Witch Farm for about oh, four, maybe almost five years now. And uh, I'm excited about being here with y'all today. Yeah, I'm super happy that this worked out. Kara's been so awesome for me over the last few years because we've known each other now, I think, about three years, maybe whenever I tracked you down on Facebook and uh, (laughs) I've actually been able to meet you in person now. So that's even better. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You said that you worked at the cave. First thing I wanted to ask you is you, did you grow up in the area? Yes, I grew up right in Cedar Hill, just outside of Adams. So I've lived in the area all of my life, my family, my grandparents. So, um, This legend and this story of the Bell Witch has been in my life (laughs) ever since. And so um, when people come around and ask, I knew about this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was pretty much born into it. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) Yeah. How did the opportunity to work at the cave come about? Okay, so I am actually good friends with their daughter. And one summer, they... She messaged me asking if I would be interested in helping her parents doing some guided cave tours in the cave. And at first, I was like, not quite sure because, like I said, all my life I've heard about the legend. (laughs) 
I say, sure, why not? And that's how it got started, and I absolutely fell in love. And they're part of my family now. That's how it all got started, and, and I enjoy it very much. That's awesome. So then if you had been to the cave prior to, to working there, of course, then, yes? My first time I actually went was right when I graduated high school. So kind of like you, you live there, but you've never been until, mm-hmm. you know, then. And then so my first time going, nothing like major happened, no activity. So I'm like, okay, okay, nothing happened. And <laughs> right. so I'm never going to go back again. And that was just a one-time <laughs> deal. But now I'm pretty much stuck to it. <laughs> That's perfect. So, like, you grew up around the legend. What do locals think of the legend of the Bell Witch? Is it mixed, mixed ideas? Do they take it seriously? The older people, they take it very seriously. And sometimes it's one of those things they don't just come out and talk about. It has to get into the story of things, and then it'll come out. But growing up, I pretty much heard about the legend of the Bell Witch and about John and how this spirit came to them. I heard about the rocks being taken out. That was like the number one thing that I know for a fact growing up hearing about the rocks. I remember my mom, because I would ask my mom and my dad, hey, did, you know, y'all go to the cave or what do y'all know about it? And I always remember my mom said it was horrible. <laughs> so, uh, uh, of course, my mom's a big scaredy cat, and she don't like watching scary movies. So I'm like, so what was so bad? She's like, it was just horrible. It was, at, I guess at the time, the last owners, you could pretty much just go down there and do whatever. But I remember her always saying that they went to the graveyard of John Bell or the cemetery, and mm-hmm. these boys that she was with were just provoking it, and she just didn't feel comfortable, and it was just. She just, all she said was, it was just horrible. So that's what I grew up hearing. <laughs> she had bad experiences, so just passed yeah. that on. Yeah. Yeah, that makes but, sense. But, but with my dad, he pretty much said, yeah, we went and we were in high school, nothing, nothing to it. Everybody in this area has mixed feelings about it. Some have had activity to happen with them. Some haven't had anything, so... It's just a lot of mixed feelings about the Bell Witch and Adams. What do they think about people coming into town and and checking it out? Is it like amusing to them that <laughs> when certain movies come out or so on, like the the I would imagine tourism kicks up during certain parts. When we get wind of someone coming into town, of course it's a small community, so everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And everybody gossips, and we're all watching, and we're ready to laugh. Because, <laughs> you know, the past few years, people will have people that they're interviewing, like, we don't know who that is. And, again, this right. is a small-knit community. We know everybody. And when we see people that we don't know in the community, it's like, what's going on? And And some mm-hmm. people feel it's like they're mocking us and, making it like it's a joke and so sometimes it's uneasy going and sometimes oh here we go again but yeah yeah I definitely remember 
finding, and I can't remember which documentary it was now, but I remember messaging you and saying, who was this? Because it said it was, she was the cave owner or yeah. former cave owner. You know, and, and I still haven't figured any of that out either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't know who that is. And I even asked the owners, and I'm like, y'all know who this is? And they don't even know. They don't even know where it took place at when they were like, were talking to her. So right. um, we get that a lot. So. Mm -hmm. because they've owned the Kirby's have owned the cave for a while now didn't they get yeah, it in the it's, 90s? yeah they've been there for about 30 plus years now so mm -hmm. um and they they're not originally from this area but now that they've been here for so long they grew into the community and so they know many people as I know yeah now like this year of course was totally different for everybody because of covid but normally when is the cave open because it's not a year-round thing no usually we will open early in may the first weekend of may and it's only on the weekends and then after memorial day we're open through the week and weekend our busiest time of the year is in october we do uh guided night tours in the cave at certain times and then our last day open is halloween night and that's mm -hmm. our busiest and our most exciting time of the year. Yeah. Yeah. For that, can people just show up or do you have reserved times for the Halloween? No. As long as it's not raining, a lot of people will just show up when it's raining. And we do have it posted on our website. If it's raining, you need to please call because when it rains, the cave can flood. And mm -hmm. so we're not open. But now just you, when um, we open, anybody's welcome. You just pay for your tickets, and then you can come down to the cave and enjoy the experience. Yeah. It's not just the cave that's there, though, anymore, right? No. We do have a cabin tour. It's just a replica of John Bell's cabin. It goes over um, the history and how the um, Bell Witch came to the Bell family. It goes more into details than you would hear in the cave. Right. Yeah, and that's supposed no. to follow. Isn't it cool? That's the one thing I didn't get to see yet because when I was there, it was so hot. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. During the summer, it has a metal roof, so the upstairs part it does get pretty hot. But yeah, you'll have to come back. <laughs> yeah, <then. laughs> I would have been back this year if, if things had been different. You're right. I'll uh, I'll have to join you when you go. Yes. Yeah, that's the plan. Yes. I had her come in to Ohio just, what was it, two weekends ago now? Or a weekend yeah. ago? Well, I no, don't know. Even been, I haven't even been home for so days yet, I don't think. Oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> time is different now in the time of COVID. But, yeah. Um, that <laughs> she was here not too long ago. <laughs> and I've got, I think I've got her convinced to come back. And I said we could take a road trip down to, oh, to Adams. Yeah, I'm really hoping that the new year we can reopen. I know that the Kirby's, their phone has been ringing off the hook, and people are disappointed that they can't go in this year. And I am too. I'm very disappointed because I do miss it a lot. Yeah. And you guys get people from all over the world, right? Yes. I have met people from Germany, from Australia, Africa, Japan. I've met everybody just about. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> so what part in the 
Legend of the Bell Witch, the story that we've got out there from a couple different authors, where does the cave figure into the overall legend of the Bell Witch? The story is that how the cave tied into the Bell family is when they used the cave. During the summer, it was a lot cooler, so they used it as like a a refrigerator, Mm -hmm. and they would store their foods down there. One day, the Bell children, some neighbor children, were in the cave playing, and they climbed up to the second level of the cave. One of the little boys got stuck up there in some mud and he knocked over his lantern and the cave became completely dark inside. So the children started to panic and they went to go get help. So while he was alone in the cave, in the story it says that the cave lit up really bright and something jerked him free from the tunnel. Mm. Legend is that it was the Bell Witch. So that's how it ties into the Bell family. And some believe ever since they tore down the original cabin in 1848 that the um, spirit or whatever resides in the cave today. So that's why it's so world famous, why a lot of different activities happen in the cave today. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you say that it would just be, as far as maybe not even necessarily speaking about the bell witch legend itself but the stuff that goes on in the cave do you think that it's a witch like one thing or multiple entities i think it's multiple entities and this is my opinion on it just above the cave entrance is indian barrels Mm -hmm. and i think that's where all the activity is coming from is from these indians there's been all sorts of different things that has taken place in the cave. And so that's what I think it is. Yeah. Why do you think that they buried them there in that area? Um, Indians have a lot of different sacred traditions. One of them is their burials. They thought that caves were a path to the next life. And it was a portal for them. So this cave is very sacred. They did rituals in the cave. They used the cave. So when you have something like this, you are feeding off of this energy. And I think that's why we get so much activity in it. Yeah. Now, I do remember you telling me once that there was some, I don't know if it was like that ground penetrating radar or something so they could see how the burials are. Aren't they in a very particular body position? Yes, they are buried in a fetal position facing east. And um, just based off of how they're buried, they date back to two to 3,000 years ago. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty interesting information, and just the story itself is just fascinating, and I I would say this is probably one of my most favorite paranormal activity in, I think, American history. Even schools around here study this for part of Tennessee history, and it's definitely a great story and something to get into and learn. That's awesome. And they're still teaching it today. Yep. That's really cool. Yep. 
I wish we had a ghost story around here that we were taught in history. <laughs> That's oh. amazing. Yeah. Have you noticed when I when you were talking about portals, it made me think of, and I think we talked about this once too, are there certain times that seem to be more active, like after earthquakes or moon cycles or... I don't know, around a solstice or something, have you noticed an increase in activity in the cave? Since I have been there, it can happen at any time. I have been down there knowing that it's going to be a full moon that night, or if we're doing cave tours during the night, like during October, we might have more activity. My last time I was down there doing a tour was actually on Halloween night in my group. We got a lot of activity and even gave me chills <laughs> to what was going on. So we never know when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we might go days, weeks, and no activity. I, I, yeah. That's all I can tell you about that. Yeah. What what all has happened when you talk about activity? What, what are some examples of activity that's happened? Most of the activities that have happened, we do hear sounds. A lot of people and myself have heard voices in the cave. We have gotten a lot of pictures of orbs off of cell phones, cameras, uh, video cameras, taking pictures. We have, some people have said they felt like someone has touched them or pulled their hair. Those are the main things that have happened. Some say they've heard like, whistling or rocks being thrown but those are the most common activities that we have heard or seen with our phones yeah does it seem that the activity I guess I'm thinking of somebody that comes in there and they're really arrogant about it do those people Mm -hmm. tend to attract more activity the ones that act arrogant (laughs) would be the ones that take the rocks out of the cave like I said before, the rocks is a, a big uh, thing with the cave. The legend is if you take a rock out of a cave, bad things will happen to you. And, of course, growing up, I've heard that. And I thought, yeah, this is <laughs> not real. Well, when you come to the cave and when you come to the gift shop, you will see letters that people have wrote over the years about different things that have happened when they took in a rock out of the cave. I have not taken a rock out, but <laughs> I've had people on my group ask to take rocks, and yeah. I'm sure, whatever. By the end, of, I would say about the end of the week, maybe the month, they would mail it back. Mm-hmm. And we get rocks in the mail every single day of the year. <laughs> and I can say I've had people take rocks out of the cave and something crazy has happened on my next tour. And my husband warns me, don't bring rocks home. So I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that I wouldn't either. I would not. But that's. There's just. Not... Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Now you go. <laughs> I, there's just too much history behind the rocks. And there's right. not just been one or ten. There's been hundreds of people smelling back these rocks. And I'm not taking a chance. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not taking a chance. Well, one thing that you've been taking a chance on, though, is taking a doll. <laughs> and aren't yeah. you getting, aren't they getting letters now or have gotten issues with the dolls? Because Chris paints these porcelain dolls up 
to look spooky and then sells them in the gift shop. Didn't one get mailed back? Yes, I think it was two, maybe three years ago. They had sold a doll during our Halloween time, and they mailed it back, and it was all wrapped up. I think it had sage with it. I can't remember, but <clears throat> it did have a letter with it saying, ever since they bought this doll, their family has been falling apart. They've been having nightmares. Just horrible things have been happening since they bought a doll. Mm-hmm. So they took it back and they put it back on display (laughs) and someone bought it. And I'm like, you know, okay, but we do have, we have that letter still at the gift shop. So anybody wants to come and read it, it's there. And I think actually you told me about the second one being in a haunted museum. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was sent to which the museum has recently been relocated but it was in Moundsville West Virginia the archive of the afterlife with the haunted artifact and I saw that letter as well the woman took the woman who sent it was a bell descendant and went to visit the cave and not only did she get a doll but she also took rock yeah (laughs) double problems but she did send the doll to this museum and in the letter she said something along the lines of that her family was tired of being scratched and bitten so yeah that there is a doll from the Bellwitch cave in the in that in the archive of the afterlife in west virginia which is cool yeah and then, that is pretty cool yeah and we have two I, I here. Like one. yeah when you come over <laughs> we will go down because Chris has she I'm sure that she continues to add to the display but last time I was there there were probably two dozen at least I don't oh, know wow. she has a lot yeah she and them. during the off season that's her time to paint the doll so beginning mm-hmm. of the year she has all kinds of dolls <laughs> yeah. do yeah. you guys sell any line or do we have to to make it to the museum well with heather's second doll i went and picked it out for her and i met seth and seth took it to her so i don't (laughs) mind (laughs) i can't do everybody but i don't mind helping certain friends out so (laughs) there you go wonderful (laughs) and that was the great thing is that the first time that i got to meet Kara, I had gone down and my youngest picked out a doll, Sasha is what she named her. And this doll, I guess the week before we got there, had thrown itself from the top shelf in that in the cabin there and somehow didn't break, even though she's porcelain. And that's the one that my daughter saw and wanted. And so we took her home. And then (laughs) when I found out that when Small Town Monsters was going to be going down, because the mark of the Bell Witch was... Most of it was filmed down there, of course. And I called Kara. I was like, hey, can you get one of those dolls for me since I wasn't able to go down this year because of COVID and hand it to Seth and I'll have Seth bring it back to me. And I didn't tell Seth, I don't think until they were already on the road to Tennessee that he was going to be picking up a doll. (laughs) And he was like, what are you doing to me? I just wish that I had been there to see their reaction when Kara walked over to them with this doll. He handles it a lot better than my husband. Like, well, oh, I yeah. sent you the video. He freaked out. Like, he did not want it in the house at all. 
Yeah, she did send me the video. It was fantastic because she had it setting up on a desk or a table <laughs> and he sat down and then he just casually looked over and he caught it and it not family safe. The, <laughs> the <word. laughs> He's like, Carol, what are you doing? It was great. And the kid, yeah, he's like, you good. take that back right now. I can't. I bought it for somebody. <laughs> Didn't you say that one of your kids got concerned because you moved her from? Yeah, the- my kids were scared to death. They didn't like it either. I moved it from the sunroom to my bedroom, and like the next day, the kids were like freaking out because it was gone. And I said, "She's in my room." They're like, "Oh, thank goodness." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's um, fantastic. My, yeah, my kids with me working in the cave, and you know, they know they ask me about stories, and they have also been down in the cave, so they know the story, they know the legend. And that doll home, they were like, "Mom has lost <laughs> her mind to bring that doll here." <laughs> oh, yeah! Wow. I'm so glad that you did it though, and she's here and safe. We name we came together. We came up with her name, Blair. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Karen and I were bouncing ideas Pretty. off of each other, and Blair worked really well. So yeah, I you were one of the interviews for the Mark of the Bell Witch, and yes, I was so know, excited. How did that go? Oh, what it was, was it so like? much fun. Yeah? I, I loved it. Seth and his friends were all super nice, and I'm very excited about when it gets to come out and we can watch it. So I'm really excited, and it looks so good. I like, you know, said most people that make films or documentaries or TV shows, but it's just it's not how we picture it and hear it and add on. We know the story, we know the legend, and when we see somebody making a film or a documentary, we expect it to be the story, to be right. real. And Seth, he really has gotten it like real facts. And, and it, I'm just, I'm tickled to death about it. Super excited for it to get out there too. And that this year, the timing is perfect because this year is the 200th anniversary of John Bell's death. And I think what is December 20th is whenever he died. And yeah, the, December the 20th, 1820. Yep. And the movie's coming out December 15th, I believe. It'll be out in time. And the witch should be happy about that. She should be. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've seen somewhere that they were going to have some kind of reunion or something in that. I don't know. I've just glanced oh. on Facebook. So I think they're going to try to do some kind of ordeal for yeah. John Bell's death. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. Of course, everything, this would have been a great year, again, to have the cave if it could have been open because it was oh, the 200th yeah. anniversary. Hopefully everything gets back to normal next year. Because also in Adams, isn't there a, a play that they do every fall? Yes, it's called The Spirit. It's a play about the legend of the Bell Witch. I have not seen it yet because I've been down in the cave. But I've heard great reviews about it. They didn't have it this year because of COVID, but I'm hoping and praying maybe next year I can go and watch it. And one of the descendants of John Bell relatives directs it. Oh, so okay. it's the grandson. So he, he directs it. I actually think he plays the part as John Bell. So oh, that's fitting. 
Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. Oh, one thing I wanted to ask, you talked about at the at where the cave is on the Kirby farm there, you've got the you've got the cave and they have the replica cabin which is as close as possible to the original cabin from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And then though, if you go over to the school building, there's a cabin back behind there which is where you shot interviews. What is the story? Like, how is that cabin connected to the Bell family? Because I feel like there's a lot of paranormal shows I've seen that go to that cabin and kind of make it seem like that's John Bell's, that's where the witch Uh, was. And that's not the actual location or the cabin. That cabin was built years ago after they took down the original cabin. And some of the, the foundation and, like, the chimney and stuff like that, they did use to read do that cabin and then years later they moved it to the bell school just to you know his part of history of adams a lot of people do take it mistaken as the original bell cabin and it's not people say that there's activity in that bell cabin i played in that cabin all my childhood and i don't ever remember anything happening inside if others have i i don't know but that's pretty much all i know about that cabin yeah because that's one that i don't even think i don't know if it's always even open to go inside no no it's only open certain occasions and when people want to do like documentaries of the bell witch so when i was little it was open all the time we would go and play in it up and nothing was inside and then years later they started adding artifacts and different furniture and stuff to it so it's only open certain times of the year now do you have issues with i my mind's all over the place because all these questions just came to my mind but with the cave in particular it's right on the red river Yes. Yeah, our cave sits right on the Red River, and coming out of the entrance of a cave is a natural spring. So the spring will run out through the entrance, and if we get a good heavy rain, you can really see the waterfall that it makes, and it flows into the Red River. Also along the Red River, we have canoers and people kayaking, etc., And a lot of people don't know that the cave is by the Kirby. It's a private property, and they want to hike up to the cave or see the waterfall. And it's very dangerous. It's a very steep climb. And so we have no trespassing signs displayed. And, of course, some of those people don't know how to read, and they climb up, and we have to get kind of rough with them. but, But really, that's only time is when that's other activity we have going on too Um, right yeah the the, um first time that i was in the cave i remember after we went out of the main room chris had started down the the walkway to the second room and i was hanging back taking pictures there was a young man that was also doing the same thing and we heard this voice and we both stood up we're like, did you hear that to each other? We were so excited because, oh my gosh, I just heard something for real. And then we heard it again. And then when we started looking around, it was actually somebody who had done that exact thing. They climbed up and mm-hmm. then they had started to try to get in the cave and then 
by that point, we'd gotten a hold of Chris, and she had to chase him out of there. But, oh, yeah. You don't want to make Chris mad. That's, like, the number <laughs> one thing that makes Chris mad. <laughs> and it's not pretty. <laughs> you do not want to cross that line with her. I advise, do not climb up the bluff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for multiple reasons. Personal safety and whatever may happen if Chris gets upset. <laughs> oh, man. So have you seen anything odd in the cave? I haven't seen anything with my own eyes, but I have more than once got a presence that something or someone other than me and my group was in there. It would. It was very um, distinct. Um, feel it in the air, and you know, I think with me being in there, and even Chris can uh, say this as well. I think we're in there all the time, and we can pick up different energies and different things in the cave. And uh, it's nothing scary. It's just you're not alone, and uh, someone's watching. You do get that cold chills feeling but I have not once feel threatened or scared or in a way sometimes it's like a comfort like feeling but but yes I haven't seen anything but I had definitely have felt it that something was there yeah now Chris has seen things went in there correct yes she's been doing cave tours for her ever since they've owned it and mm-hmm. when they first bought the property, they didn't know a whole lot about the Bell Witch. For someone who's never been in this area or don't really know the story and them coming in new, it definitely was attracted to Chris. And she's down in the cave all the time. And so she picked up things and, and have seen things that a lot of people haven't. And I know there's one story she talks about that she's seen like a, a portal. I think it was in the first cave, and she said that there was a little boy off to the side, and she was about to take her group down the hallway, second hall, and she was about to go talk to the little boy to bring him along, and he vanished into the wall. Wow. And look, I haven't, I, I think it's just because she's down there, they are comfortable around her. I'm hoping that I'll get to have that experience sometime in the future the longer I stay there and so I'm really I'm hoping that I get to experience that one day as well yeah I hope you do too because I I want to hear about it when it happens (laughs) yeah yeah I I don't even know what I do Mm -mm. to see a full-bodied apparition like that and then to just watch it Mm -hmm. yeah that would really throw me off for sure. And I'm very, ever since I've been with the kid, I get very fascinated. And I know sometimes mm-hmm. people say you don't want to get too involved because when you do get into involved, you get into something that you don't want to get into. Uh-huh. And right. <clears throat> and my husband, he gets just, you're getting too involved. That's like curiosity kills the cat. Mm-hmm. Well, I want right. to know more, but I respect it. If it comes to me or if I feel a present, I, I, I just let it be. I don't 
call. I just I just stand there and or I'll try to take pictures, but I don't. I just respect it and hopefully it's nothing demotic that is there. I I haven't felt that way with it, but so that's good. Who knows? <laughs> no, I think that's good, and I especially if you've been there as long as you have. I would think that if there was something that was malicious, you'd sense it, that something oh, was yeah. really off. So I wouldn't worry about it. And I, I, know, I know enough to know that sometimes your husband gets concerned over stuff that's that just it's uh, not that big of a deal to a lot of people. He seems a little more superstitious about things sometimes. I think people get scared because they don't expect it. Mm-hmm. And... Right. Since I've been around it, I accept it more. And so right. when it does happen, it's not like a big shock. Right. <laughs> I said, I just really see that. Oh, God, that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, but. but then if you're bringing dolls home. That's another story. <laughs> That's another. <laughs> yeah, after I done took Blair um, to Seth, I got a lecture after so, <laughs> Aww, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. That stinks. <laughs> Lady Anne, do you have any other questions that have popped up in your mind? I've been fascinated with this interview, and, and it just pulls me more to wanting to, to go there and check it <laughs> out and see what I feel and definitely want one of the dolls. <laughs> <laughs> growing collection here <laughs> so yeah no I'm just really enjoying listening and, and taking it all in so it's definitely a very fascinating story and it's like I was telling Heather this is something that we talk we could go on all day to talk about mm-hmm. <laughs> and there has been oh, days yeah. that we have talked about and it just <laughs> it draws you in and <laughs> I think yeah. that's the curse. You get drawn in and you're stuck in it. And, you know, <laughs> so. This is true. There's yeah. definitely been times where we've been messaging back and forth until the early hours in the morning. Um, yeah. Trying to figure out a picture or we'd read mm. something and then we start talking about it. Oh, yeah. did you tell her about that you saw the article in Supernatural? I did not, but I put it on, I had shared it on Facebook. Yes, I, I seen it on Facebook. Everybody keeps telling me I need to watch that show. I, oh. I tried to get into it, and I just, I can't get into it. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I love that show. But yeah, well, yeah. I've seen that first episode, of course, trying to get people to watch it. I've watched it, the first episode, especially many times, and never had I noticed that on the one wall when they're scanning over that there was an article taped there about the Bell Witch until she was over here for her trip from Oregon this a couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, there she is. And I watched that first episode <laughs> 15 years ago when it premiered. And I'm like, so the witch has been in my life. <laughs> for yeah. Least, yeah. For at least 15 years. It started off slow, just subtle. <laughs> and now that's it. It's, it is my favorite ghost story that's another thing it's it, it's funny she's called the bell witch but it really it, it is like a ghost story above all else mm-hmm. i think but yeah 
that's I'm excited for it to come out and I'm really glad that you took time out of your day to talk to us today Kara it worked out perfect Um, I just happened to have the day off and uh, so it worked out great (laughs) yeah I'm so glad we won't keep you on here this has been fascinating yeah it's been awesome. We'll let you go. And again, thank you so much. And oh, you're welcome. I appreciate y'all getting in touch with me for this. This is def- I, I definitely enjoy these type of interviews because it's something I love. And mm-hmm. so right. I really do. I appreciate y'all thinking about me for this interview. Yeah, of course. Oh, uh, of course, of course. Yeah, we'll have you on again for maybe we'll do a, a Patreon episode and get some more stories out of you. And talk more about the history of the area and stuff like that, because I know about all of that and the cemeteries around. And um, oh yeah, yeah, you got a fountain of information there. That <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well thank you well, again. Thank you. Y'all stay warm and yep. keep safe. And yep. uh, I'll talk thank to y'all you. later. All right. Bye. Care, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Heather. Bye. Bye Kara. Awesome. I think that went. I think that went really well. <laughs> that was absolutely fantastic, and I just, yeah, I I loved sitting back and listening to it. It's one of those things where I do have, I do have the book, The Bell Witch, the full account. Mm-hmm. And of course, I've ended up with thirteen other books. Yeah. <laughs> with, within the last several months, yep. and. Uh, I do that. I haven't been able to uh, really dive into it, but I am, I'm, it's something that I've always been fascinated with. And one thing that I did always hear is that once you start looking into it or reading about it or somehow that it's on your radar, that stuff starts happening. Like yeah. You might have dreams or, or something like that. And I think that might have been, as much as I don't discuss being superstitious necessarily, mm-hmm. I think that did play part of why I really haven't gotten into this book yet. Oh, she's fine. <laughs> the witch is fine. She's my buddy. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, as far as, yeah, I don't know if you, first of all, you got the full account. So that's Pat Fitzhugh's book, I believe. And that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one to have. The way he's broken it up, it, it's a lot easier to get through because there's. It's almost like you can find the bullet points that you're looking for and then go into right more detail there. So that's it's a really good book. It's the one that I usually recommend to people anyway. But as you go through, I, I kind of obviously, I don't know. I like her. I don't know. Clearly, she supposedly killed a dude, but. She's got sass and spunk, and <laughs> she's got a sense of humor. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to not like her, at least for me. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll definitely have to get into it and see what, what I find out and how I feel towards her and, and how <laughs> it comes off and share with you any dreams that I might have. And, and yeah, I'm fascinated. Yeah. I'm excited to, mm-hmm. to hear what you think of it when you get into it. And then on the 15th, when the movie comes out, really, you've got the book, and that'll go into more detail, but the movie mm-hmm. does a really good job of covering the story. Not every 
uh, fast, of course, because they've only got so much time, but they cover a large portion of it, and the movie's broken up. So when's it coming out, and where can we find it? Oh, we're still doing the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Yep. Yeah, okay, cool. It all worked out. (laughs) All right. So, yeah. Uh, All right, so... December 15th and it will be available Mm -hmm. on most major platforms like Amazon and I think Vimeo don't quote me on that and of course you can always order the like the actual physical copies from small town monsters I'm typing it in to make sure it's just smalltownmonsters.com and I'm not misremembering (laughs) since I'm on the spot (laughs) smalltownmonsters.com yeah so you go to the shop there and you can pre-order. I mean, I don't know when we're putting this out, but you can pre-order it, of course, before December 15th. And, right. Um, yeah, and have it in time for to celebrate the anniversary of John Bell's death, question mark, commemorate, commemorate him and his unfortunate demise due to a witch <laughs> um, poisoning right. him. But yeah, yeah, so the movie in general, it, they do, which you'll get to see, that it, it's recreations like time period appropriate recreations intermixed mm-hmm. with interviews and uh, and uh yeah it's broken up into chapters and it'll go through the story and then at the end get into some of the more modern day stuff but there's definitely i personally think that they could have more to tell as far as modern day stuff i really think that's a thing that right. seth could dive into someday if, if he so chose yeah. I'll help you with that, Seth, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's going to be great. I'm really excited to hear what the reactions are for that. But cool. Yeah, well, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm going to have to, I might have to go watch it, and then we can yeah. do another episode talking about kind of reviews and go into it more. And yeah, yeah, it's fun to read. Yeah, there there have been some reviews that have come out this day, or so soon already, is what I mean, and <laughs> so far, and yeah. it's fun to watch them, or to see how people interpret it. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited, and I'm glad that it, it worked out where it could actually be released this year, because I'm not sure, mm. I'm not sure initially when this was even born into an idea a few years ago if there had been a an actual decision to aim for 2020 i don't i think that's just how it ended up working out closer to time so that works out well anniversary anniversary wise or seth is a mastermind and did plan it several (laughs) years ago that's also possible i don't know but i really think that it a lot of it just had to do with the timing of everything and their other projects and it was meant to be and then for it to be in december as well so mm-hmm. yeah all right we'll get it figured out all right talk to you later all right bye bye, bye.